Merry Christmas, everybody. Before we get this podcast started, I want to just remind everyone to please take the time to subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, where else? There's a bunch of iHeartRadio. Yeah, over, over, overcast. So yeah, bunch I put, of different ones. I put this thing on so many places I can't even remember them all. So if you find one, go ahead and subscribe to it. Please leave a review. Let us know what you think. Share it with your friends. It actually does help us out because it's been getting more uh, sponsors interested in us. So anything you can do to help us, we truthfully appreciate it. With that being said, let me go ahead and introduce you to some cool people here. Choke Aloha. Hit up chocaloha.com, use the promo code jujitsu radio and get how much on? 20, 20% off. That's right. I had to think about it for a second. 20% off your entire purchase. You can go ahead and pick up some shirts, some keychains, some stickers. I'll fill you guys in on why I hate the U.S. Postal Service. Still hasn't come in. Still hasn't come in. It's somewhere back in Seattle, but I'm getting it. And it's not Chocaloha's fault because it's my fault. And Chocaloha is the best when it comes to customer service. So go ahead and check them out at Chocaloha.com. Tell them we sent you. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. And then check out our awesome friends over at Jujitsu Soap Co. Hit up JujitsuSoapCo.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio and get 10% off. Guess what? Get a beanie. I got hooked up with a beanie. The beanie is dope, it's nice and comfy. Obviously, you don't need it. I do with my delicious no, mane that I have. You don't here. need it with hair because it keeps your head warm. Once I get rid of this hair, I'm gonna need that beanie. You know who needs one of those fucking beanies? Not you. The bald guy in the team. The you. It won't even fit you. You it'll, don't fit it'll you. It'll look more like a, a yarmulke. Your for face you. doesn't fit you. But for me, it fits perfect. So if you're a normal sized, uh, slightly above average person like myself, it'll definitely fit you. Mwah, just a right. With uh, some soap, hook yourself up with some awesome soap. I got their latest McDojo collab, which is great. They also have spats and t-shirts and some other hats that you can pick up. So use the promo code JJRadio at jujitsusoapcode.com. And then, don't forget, you only have, how many days are there? 31? 31 in December. December. So you got six days left, maybe five, once we put this podcast out, to use the promo code JJRadio at giraffechoke.com. Dot com and get 25% off your entire order. Now, Giraffe Choke is a labor of love of a good friend of ours, and he's making some awesome artwork while supporting up-and-coming fighters and a couple of uh, stables, some uh, strong fighters out there. Check out GiraffeChoke.com. Support them. Support the fighters that you love. Get 25% off with the promo code JJ Radio, And then you can come and visit us and hang out over at Nomad Surf Shop. Why? Well, there are plenty of reasons, but first of all, you can go out front, get, to, get a nice acai bowl and some coffee or a smoothie. Some acai bowls. Acai. And then you can go ahead inside once you're stuffed and uh, stock up on skate wheels. Surfboards. Surfboard accessories. Surfboard, surfboard. and surfboard accessories. Surfboard clothing. But if there's a such thing, surfboard sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> surfboard wax, surfboard underwear, surfboard shoes, all types of ocean-related apparel and accessories. Yeah, it's for the waterman and you. For the waterman or woman, yeah. water woman, water person. Aquaman. I'm not going that route. Waterman. There's for no water all woman. you beach-related people. Also check out Nomad Surf 1968. But to get the awesome discount, you have to come into the shop. 
tell them we sent you. Tell them, hey, some two sexy beasts from Jiu-Jitsu Radio told me I should come here and spend all my money. And they'll be like, we got you, son. And you'll get 10% off. And then they'll probably ask you who the two sexy beasts are. And they'll say Alex twice. That's the way it works. Alex? Yeah. See? That's how sexy I am. I take two. Go to nomadsurf1968.com in the meantime to check out everything that they got. And then, when you got some extra time, you know what you can do? Besides go fuck yourself, you can go ahead and follow Sean on Instagram. Where? At GorillaBoyBJJ. I also have a Twitter. I don't play don't on the Twitter. So why would but I, I post all my pictures to both the Twitter and no, the you post Instagram. it on Instagram and Instagram posts it to Twitter for Yeah, you. they do it for me. Yeah, nice so like all that. you're really posting is a little bit of text and then a link. Yeah, That's it. they're so, welcome. Yeah. Way you're to be, welcome. Way to be in 2018, Pops. I just don't care. So then why are you telling people to follow? Why not? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, go follow Sean. Go harass him. And then check out the podcast, Instagram, Jiu-Jitsu Radio. And if you want, go check out my Instagram for all the behind the scenes of all the awesome photo shoots and video shoots I do for Jiu-Jitsu MMA fighters. Uh, and what is that? At GrinderMuffin.com? Yeah, it's called uh, loves to spooch 69 right? Um, so go ahead and follow us. We appreciate all the support. And now let's get started on... The Jiu-Jitsu Radio Christmas Special. Ho, 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 ho. You can't Niba? <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Get stealing! Woo! Wheeling, dealing! Living's in right! Jet flying! Son of a gun! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down! Woo! Podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Let's get this drink rolling. Come on, rookie. Open up that beer. It was a twist top, by the way. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, oh, oh, this is good. So is this. So I picked these up. Um, not that we're selling anything, but I picked these up just because they look like they taste good. So I picked up this hard water pineapple coconut, hard sparkling water. Five, only 5% alcohol is fucking pineapple coconut. Isn't 5% pretty not for Good. me. <laughs> Not for me. Isn't that like more and than I'll show an IPA? you why. So that one was what? That's apple orange. Apple orange hard cider, which is delicious. By, by the way. Cider Boys. Five. Yeah, five percent alcohol. I gotta as well. go buy another one now. Fuck. This thing is fucking solid, man. Low what calories, gluten free, and low carb. I'm, this is the healthiest. This is literally the healthiest thing. The healthiest I've had. drug you're gonna get. No, this is the healthiest thing I've had in like the last probably a week and a half. So it ain't as pineapple coconut. Mm. So now. Remind me that I had these. Here are my rum balls. What are they? These are rum balls that I made. Let me open this up. So now, mind you, I don't know what a rum ball is. is I, I assume it has rum. It is a chocolatey, vanilla-y rum-soaked ball. So this, my friend, it's delicious, but it also fuck you up pretty good. No, no I'm not sure. You're not gonna cheers with it? No. So sorry that we're eating on the microphone, but I just remember that I brought these. It'll get you. Watch out for the guns. Yeah, right? They'll get you. It's not bad, right? Not bad at all. Don't chew into the microphone, though. Fuck them. 
So, I fuck made, those people that listen to us. They can hear me chew for two gross. seconds. Well, I can, I can, you know taste, I can the, taste the wrong. You know that's like the new like thing. What? I think it's called AMRS or something like that. That's like the new like fetish that everyone's like getting a, literally a boner on. Oh, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like... Right, and they do this, they do this. Like, it's the fucking gross. But it's super fucking weird. And then they whisper. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but it's also super creepy because it's like a huge amount of like little kids doing it. Oh, that second one had a little kick to it. Yeah. That second bite had a, had the kick to it. Yeah, that's how... So like, I'll talk about that other thing later, but these rum balls. So I made... I used to make these all the time. I haven't made them in years. Lost the recipe, right? So then I went to go make like a practice batch. I was like, fuck it, I'll make it on my own. Because all the recipes you find on online use corn syrup. And I'm not about that corn syrup shit. So I went and I was like, fuck it, I'll just make my own recipe. I made a small little sample batch. came out fucking perfect. But I only made like literally like a handful. So I was like, all right, now I'm going to make a batch for like the whole family for Christmas. And I just fucking went overboard on the rim. I was like, this is good. No, a little bit more. Nah, I didn't need a little bit more. Next thing, yeah, I, that second bite had a fucking kick to it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the the worst part is, it's like okay, you taste the rum, but it doesn't feel that much because it's in food form. Right. This shit's gonna come and haunt you in a little bit. Give it about 20, 30 minutes. I'm gonna start getting warm. I'm gonna start getting warm. Oh yeah. So we tried to start a new tradition last last week. With starting off with a today I learned. Right. So what do you got today? Today I learned. So, you know, in the Christmas spirit, the birth of God on earth. Today I learned. God or Jesus? Both. Well, God is Jesus. Are they two separate people? No, they're both. Well, that's the, that's, there, there are three that are one. I'm not getting into that. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Eight pound, ten ounce, baby Jesus. So today I learned people have filed lawsuits against God. How is that possible? You can sue anybody. Okay, so what they sue him for? Him or her? Uh, to him. Um, Says you. In 1970, Arizona lawyer Russell T. Tansel filed a lawsuit against God on behalf of his secretary, Betty Penrose, <laughs> seeking 100 grand in damage. Penrose blamed God for his negligence, allowing a lightning bolt to strike her house. When God failed to turn up in court, Penrose won the case by default. So who paid? Exactly. No one's going to pay. He just he can say, I beat God. Ernie Chambers, Pavel M., Shonda Kumar, all these people. Beat God in court? Yeah. Shandan Kumar Singh, a lawyer for from Benar, India, used the Hindu god Rama for mistreating his wife. Sued the Hindu god Rama for mistreating his wife, the goddess Sita. The court dismissed his case, calling it impractical. Not that that's God, right. but that's not so. That's not the regardless god. of what you believe in. Let's say you're right in your religion. Mm-hmm. Guess who's the first person going to fucking hell when the second that you die? Uh, see, you don't want to get into this. You don't want to get that, into this. If you sued your own God that you believe in, I'm pretty sure that's kind of like one of like the top things is going to send you to hell. No, it's not. Really? No. And uh, I'll, I'll take the safe route on that one. I would. No, it's not something he'd, he'd chuck you down the, down the hot hole for. All right. Well, I learned something new today that there's a lot of people that... Are stupid. Hey man. Now think they about this. Court case. You know, you know who's smart? Um, the lawyer who took the case. Why? Because he's getting paid no matter more, what. Oh yeah, for sure. 
So I'm going to get paid from you. Well, unless he's one of those lawyers that's like, I don't get paid unless you win. They all get, well. Right? Yeah, well, if you win, she technically won the case. The first one did, not the second one. Yeah, but if she won the case, even though God didn't pay her, well, you got to pay me. You won. I told you. If, you, right. if I, So you won. No. Well, whatever. <laughs> so I guess here's to, to baby Jesus getting here's sued. Baby on Jesus birthday. getting sued. Mm. So to start off here, I got something for you. I get you a Christmas present. So there you go. Merry Christmas. Even though you didn't get me anything, I got you something. You're right. I didn't get you anything. I didn't get anybody anything. That's all right. I still got you something. Though. Well, you are a peach. I shall open it on camera. Yeah, go ahead and open it. So it better not, it better not be a fucking dildo. <laughs> I was gonna, no. What I was gonna say the was penis the penis pump. pump. I don't know where that is, by the way. I think um, no. Didn't Tom, Tom end up with it? No, Tom. Did we put it in your suitcase? Put it in my suitcase, and I don't know where it ended up. So it's got to be somewhere in like your moving boxes or something. Somewhere. That or your dog Petey stole your penis pump. He he would. Steal it. Here, you can just give me the paper. Just it. Loot crate. We're making a ton of weird noise on the on the thing today. Did I close it? I don't think I closed it. It's got tape on it. Uh, no. Yeah, I just... Look, man, I did it super quick, all right? Nice! So I got Sean two T-shirts because he wears the same shirts over and over again. So I figured these were kind of cool. So this one's like the... I can show it to the camera. Yeah, you can show it to the camera. You can but say, for those watching at home or listening at home, watching at home, <laughs> got a sweet X Men. That's the uncanny X Men with the the dark Wolverine. Yeah, I want to say I know the artist is Jim Lee. Jim Lee is the artist of that. Yeah, and then the other one is a. These are pretty dope shirts. This, like, this is fucking sweet. Right? It's like a... It's like a, a retro Miami Vice Star Wars Star Wars shirt. with all the characters. So it's, it's Return, pretty cool. Return of the Jedi. Ah, oh, it's Return of the Jedi. Let me see. Yeah, that's Jedi. Jedi. Thank you, sir. No problem. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Shout out to Luke Creed, even though that's not where I got the shirts from. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there you go. Hopefully they fit you. If not, just give them to me, then I'll, I'll wear them. They'll fit me. I'm, I'm, one way or another, you're going to make them I'll fit. I'll make them fit. Fat guy in a little coat. No, they're at double X. I'm, I'm actually working my way down. No, I'm evidently so, working my way opposite. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure I'm and like... And we could switch clothes then. That would be rad. Right? No. We wouldn't have to sell anything. I'm pretty sure I'm borderline diabetic because of all the junk food <laughs> I'm eating. Like, I have to be like one room ball away from hitting diabetes for sure. So let me go ahead and test that. Diabetes. Um, yeah, I've been eating like shit. So whatever. We stayed up late last night. So before we get into jujitsu news, I do have a bunch of jujitsu news. Um, last night, I think we both stayed up. Well, I stayed up pretty late with my family um, because we do dinner Christmas Eve, stay up as late as we can, open up the presents late, and then everybody goes home. All the presents? All the presents. Um the past few years, it's kind of gotten from, like, midnight to 11 to 10. I think last year we made it to, like, 9.30. And it was like, fuck it, let's just open presents. Everybody's just getting older and older and older. Yeah. So this year, I decided let's do something different. Let's play some board games to, like, eat up the time. And 
whatever. Then see, like, as late as we can do it, then we'll actually open presents. So I ended up buying two board games. One was called Suspicion, which is basically a version of Clue. Instead of someone getting killed, like, you got to guess. It's literally Clue and Guess Who put together. Oh, with, like, the, the faces? Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's, all, it's pretty fun. Like, everybody thinks, like, you think that you're getting it, everybody's way off. But I got the MacGyver board game. Have you seen MacGyver this? MacGyver board game. There's a MacGyver. Does it come with, like, a paperclip, a rubber it, band? It comes with five different packets, and you're not allowed to open the packets at all. So you have to, like, read these, like, this little instruction sheet, and then you have to go to a website. So you have to have, like, your computer, your laptop right next to you. Once the computer tells you, like, you got to put in a code or whatever, once the computer tells you to open up the first packet, then you can open up the packet. Now, you can either do it timed or no time. So they have no time, 75 minutes, or 45 minutes to finish one packet. And there's five of them. And they, like, take different times. So it's kind of like an escape room almost. It's literally, that's what it says, MacGyver the escape room game, right? It is fucking difficult, man. There was like five of us, and by the end, it just ended up being being me and my uh, brother-in-law doing it because everybody else got so frustrated. And it's kind of small. That's the downside. It's like really, really small. But there's one part where you got to use like a mirror to find like the hidden word, like the reflection. There's another part where you have to to figure out wiring. There's some math problems. So you can only play the game once? So you can only play each mission once, but each mission is like an hour, an hour and a half long. Yeah, that kind of takes away the... I, it definitely does, but I think by the time you get to like that fifth one, and you, you want to go back and play, you're, with that. you're not going to remember it. But for sure, you're not like you're done with it. I think it, it's a pretty cool concept. For did, 20 you fit, bucks, did you win? No, so we lost the time, so this is how they fuck you over. So... Some of the questions like you get uh, obviously on the board game, but you have to put the answer in on online. Every time you put in the wrong answer, it deducts a, a minute from your time. Dang. So we're like, oh, we got a, a 75 minutes, real solid. Next thing you know, it's like, oh shit, we're down to 30. We need to stop hitting submit because <laughs> you keep on hitting the submit button. And some questions are fucking hard. Some are, you know, how they do like the little tricky, like bullshit. And we literally got to. Maybe two steps before, like, the winning the game or winning at least that mission. It's like, brr, time out. But it's finish it anyways? Yeah, because the last one was super fucking frustrating. I was like, like, we're eating dinner. I'm like, this is eating me alive right now. I need to go back and finish that fucking puzzle. So it's definitely worth it. But it's only for, like, two or three people, like, tops. Because the board is, like, really small, right? And then you have someone has to obviously pay attention to the laptop. So it's... It's a little difficult. It's very frustrating. You have to have people that can at least be chill and have fun with it. It's definitely worth it. I think we could definitely do like a, a drunken night of that fucking board game, but not on a time limit. Because how, time can, limit you, how can you do a drunken night? Why you, not? you can't even do it sober. No, I was drunk last night. Too. <laughs> but it was cool. It was fun, man. So we ended up at like midnight, twelve thirty, finally opening up the the presents and stuff. So it was cool. Yeah. You, guys, you guys ended up, you ended up going to Lee's house. I went right? over to Lee's house and uh, ate dinner and shot the shit with his in-laws. It was, this is a nice night. Very, yeah. very, like, I'm not a big party guy. Yeah. Like, the bigger the party, the less fun I have. Unless it's Oktoberfest. Well, that's not really a party. As weird as it sounds, right. it's still a small group right. at Oktoberfest. Right. You don't have, like, a big group of people. It's mm-hmm. like you're hanging out with, a, even though there's a lot of people there. Like, at a party, you feel weird just... 
hanging out with a small group of people because then it's like, well, there's other people here too that you should socialize with. You know, have to. I do. Oh, I know. I I just don't. I know. get it. No, I yeah. mean, I get what you mean, but I mean. It depends on the party that I go to and, like, whose party it is. Because some of my friends have, like, the really chill crowd of people that everybody can be friends with. And then some other friends have, like, a couple of the hoity-toity friends that are, like, they have to be in their niche and anybody else can go. Like, yeah, like, I think, I think next temple party I'm going to have to start drinking. I think you need to start drinking a little bit, yeah. Just because I, like... But there's a lot of people there that I didn't even know. Well, it's like, I want to... It's not like... It's 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 kind of like an anxiety, but it's not really anxiety. It's just like... No, for sure it's an anxiety. It's like... Well, no, I don't feel like... Right. I just I just don't know... You know, I'm not a good... Like, convers- hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. You, gotta, you don't know like, the icebreaker? The icebreakers are terrible. And, and the thing is, is I don't like talking about surface shit. Like, I'm not... Oh, a, like, so what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, yeah what... Oh... Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. How you been? Hey, how you been? How's it going when you're asking all these questions yeah, that you right. truthfully don't give a fuck about? I just, if, if, if oh, I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you, like, for real. So, like, doing doing that surface shit just does not interest yeah, me. Yeah, it's the small talk. The small talk kills me, too. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about that stuff. So, like, yeah, so next Temple Party, I think I'm going to drink just so I'm like, hey, what's up? No, I mean, everybody, you got to... That's the best part. But then, about, who's like, gonna go for liquor runs if I'm so if I'm yeah, drunk? Anybody else? Anybody else? I, trust me, you wouldn't be the first person to ever go on a liquor run like fucked up. You can Uber it. Yeah. I mean, you can have one or two drinks and then go like. I mean, don't drink and drive, but one drink isn't gonna do anything unless you're super lightweight. Which I think we've established I am. Yeah, but anytime you drink, what's, it's only Oktoberfest, but and what's, that's pretty what's, heavy duty. What's weird is though. Liquor, uh-huh. like vodka, doesn't affect me. Right. Like I can drink multiple vodkas and I'd still be fine. Right. Beer, for some reason. Right. One beer, two beers, I'm buzzing. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, it's how your body processes it. Yeah. Like it's, for it's, me, that's why I can sit there and have like rum drinks. I'll be fine. I can sit there and drink tequila. Sure, I'll get drunk, but I won't get fucked up. The only drink that fucks me up to the point where I'm like, I don't remember stuff, is Cafe Patron. Cafe tequila, like coffee tequila guy, I'll just black out. There's coffee tequila? Yeah, Cafe Patron. It's it's pretty good, but do you I mi- found do out you the mix hard it? way. What do you mix it with? You can do, I think it's called a Baby Guinness. So it's Bailey's and Cafe Patron. It tastes delicious, but it's literally like with all the fucking drinks I've had, that's the only drink that if I have one or two shots, there's that, that black hole of the night. Like, I can't remember that that section of the night until, like, it goes in and out of my system. Anything else? Like, I mean, I've sat there and have literally drank maybe four or five days straight. No problem. Like, and I'm talking about legitimately drinking. My only form of liquid is booze for four or five days. That was a long hurricane. <laughs> so. Well, well let's, let's, uh, so you, you open presents with the family. You get anything rad? Um... It was pretty mellow this year. I think I got some pretty cool gifts for people. Um, no, did you receive did I get, anything? I got, um, what did I get? I got a GoPro, like a, a refurbished GoPro, because mine tanked it like a while ago and never replaced it. And then uh, my dad got me a phone, which is cool. A Google phone, but it's not here. Typical my dad fashion, I got a box within a box that had an envelope. 
So I open up that envelope and it's a piece of paper saying your phone's coming in a be- about a week or two. I heard good things about those Google phones. No, I, I, I said it. Like, I've been talking about it that, like, I wanted to get one. It's, I heard the camera's I, incredible. The camera supposedly is really good. What I'm really looking for is the, I think it's called Google Fi, from what I read. So basically, it. You can I, take pictures of shit and it looks it up on Google. I mean, you could do that now anyway. But it's um, the Google Fi. I have to double check. I haven't looked at it in a while. But basically, it's an international phone, really. So anywhere you go, it'll instantly connect to any Wi-Fi that's in the area. So you will always have Wi-Fi no matter what. So I could walk into like a store in South Korea, whatever, and it'll connect to the Wi-Fi if it's under the same providers that are within that system, it'll connect to it. Oh, that's so nice. I can literally always be anywhere and I don't pay um, international or roaming or any of that stuff. It's just automatically connects to everything. Would have helped you two years ago when you're working for Flex. Yeah, that would have been great. But I, I, like, I got that down to a science. I got to the point where I got that down to a science. The second we walked into a room, you look for it, say, hey, what's your Wi-Fi? Done. Once you start learning how to say, what's your Wi-Fi in, like, Korean or whatever? As, and it's like, Wi-Fi. I just say, Wi-Fi? <laughs> Wi-Fi? It's like, here you go. Like, okay, cool, thanks. So, Sci-Fi? Um, and, and, oh, did I tell you about the Santa gift exchange that we did with my friends? No, you told me about the one you did at work. That was a... Uh, right, so... So my buddies and I do a Santa gift exchange every year. Is that where you got this butt plug of doom? No, that. If, is, if you can look at this on on YouTube, guys, Alex brought in the butt plug of doom. It's a black crystal that someone gave to my mom because they gave your mom a butt plug. That's I weird. Gave, I know, right? Look, whatever my mom does, that's her business. By the way, real quick segue: they're making a. Uh, plug? No, they're Are making you getting a, that butt plug newsletter that you're hyped up. About? No, they're making a dark crystal too. By the way, I won't even watch one. You, I cannot watch it. Pro- Why? That movie creeps me the fuck out. Because of the puppets? No, it's not even the puppets. It's the way that the puppets look. That movie in Labyrinth, can't fucking do it. I can't do it. The Skeksis were I awesome in that. Uh-huh. It like just now I'm getting like skeeved out by it. Like it creeps me the fuck out. Like you can put whatever. You can put Faces of Death. You can put Chucky. You can give me Chucky while I'm on mushrooms. Watching or listening to a Clockwork Orange at the same time for all I care, no problem. Seeing just like a commercial for Dark Crystal or Labyrinth, uh, I'm out. I'll just walk out of the fucking room. It creeps me the fuck out. I have no clue why. <laughs> I literally cannot watch. That it. is called a phobia. But that's the thing. Like it's I'll an watch irrational it. fear. But it's not even like I don't care about puppets. No, I know it's an irrational fear though right. of something. That's what, that's the definition of a phobia. It's an irrational fear. I knew this kid Manny from like 10, 15 years ago who was afraid of puppets. His phobia was legitimate. Any form of puppet, it did not matter. So what did I do? I turned on uh, World Police, uh, which we call oh. it. Oh my gosh! Team, Team America. Team America. World Police. I turned it on to the on the TV. We invited him into the room, and I locked him into the room. But he couldn't get to like the fucking TV. He was so petrified. He was just bashing on the door to get out of the room. He didn't even think about shutting off the TV. That's how petrified he was, of fucking like marionettes and like. Puppets. By the way, that's got the greatest speech of all time in it. That movie about the the dicks and butts and stuff. Yes, yeah, the so. greatest speech of all time. Um. So anyway, back to the story. So we do a gift exchange, right, every right. year. So it's a secret 
uh, what is it like Secret Santa, Secret Elf, whatever bullshit. We get names picked randomly. So this year, my friend Halpert got me, and Halpert lives up in Boston now. So he'll come down periodically, but he got me. He moved up to Boston to go work for a wheelchair company. Um, what the hell's it called? I should actually I probably won't say the name because it gets bad. Anyway, so he sends my gift to my friend Will to give to me when we go all do like a brunch. So I get a box. I open this box and out comes a handicap sticker. So we're all laughing. I'm thinking, oh shit, this kid just gave me a wheelchair because he works for that wheelchair company. Now these wheelchairs are for like like off-roading for like the athletic people, the ones that want to go like hiking and all that stuff. Wait, it's a cool design. Athletic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these guys do like Spartan races. You mean outdoorsmen, races. outdoorsmen. No, but they do like Spartan races and stuff like that. Yeah, they do yeah, everything yeah. with these things. So I'm like, oh, Not shit. saying that wheel pe- people in wheelchairs can't be athletic. It's just the way it was worded. Right. Athletic people in wheelchairs. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, shit, I just got a free fucking wheelchair. I'm wasted having a blast and then I realize oh it's a fucking joke I'm like you fucking dick and he's like oh your present's actually gonna come when I come down on Thursday he's like okay so I fucking got nothing today fine whatever so come Thursday night we all have uh, dinner over at my friend Justin's house and he comes in we're all drinking catching up playing drinking games it's like alright time for the gift exchange because a couple other people need to get their gifts he disappears we're like where the fuck did Mike go and then out of nowhere from the backyard, he comes out in the wheelchair. So like it's instead of like pushing the wheels, it's got two handlebars and you pump it. I was like, oh my God, I really got a fucking wheelchair for Christmas. Not that I really want a wheelchair. I'm not trying to poke fun of it, but it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, fucking perfect. So he's like, yeah, go for it. And then we're riding this wheelchair around. People are falling. This asshole goes, it's yours for as long as you want it. But once you're done, you need to go drop it off at this place for me. I'm like, you piece of shit. You're not giving me this for Christmas. You're just giving me this so I can do your job for you. I was like, no, no, it's not happening. You're going to go ahead and drop that off. I'm like, thanks for the 35 minutes of fun that we all just had. So what do I get? He gives me a shirt that it's like, you know, the handicap symbol, but it's the wheelchair and the guy that's on the wheelchair is falling off and it just says, oh crap. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. A shirt that I can never fucking wear. Appreciate it, buddy. Without looking like a total prick. Asshole, right. Because me wanting a wheelchair when I don't need one isn't looking like an asshole enough. Well, you should have at least taken a picture with the shirt on in the chair. No, there's a better photo than that, which I can't talk about because it's super incriminating. But yeah, there's better photos than that. So that was that was my my gift exchange. But uh, at least now you got your Christmas present, huh? Yeah, that's actually the only present I got to open. You're welcome. Thank you. Who loves you? (laughs) Who loves you, baby? Lee and and, uh, Brooks got me a rad gift. Where'd they get you? A box full of Gorilla Boy shirts Mm -hmm. to sell. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I didn't get one? Cool, thanks. Appreciate it. It's still still in the box at... uh, Sold two already. Did you? Yeah. Nice. That's rad. Nice of those people. It's like, like I feel weird selling them. Is that weird? Why? I just feel weird selling them. It's. Um, Is that your brand? What Gorilla Boy? Yeah. Well, it's my logo. Then that's you're selling it. Yeah, but it's still it's still like, here's here's my like. Pardon me. Yeah, we're burping with these beers. Um, 
I have a weird thing with this because it's my brand. Right. So, like, it's weird selling something that's for me. Like, it's somebody wears my shirt, it's free advertising for me. Right. So, like, I feel weird making people pay to advertise for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just a weird well, thing. I mean, you get, see, you're looking at it the wrong way. You can look at it as it's your friends supporting what you're trying to do with your jujitsu. So it's like, oh, I have a shirt. Does anybody want my shirt? Like, yeah, we want my shirt. I'll give you 20 bucks for it. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? So it's it's kind of cool. At least you got people that are willing to support you. I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> Kiss my, my whole ass if you think I'm paying for a shirt. Um, but at least you, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I it's cool. See it. You yeah, got to yeah. post the design. Yeah, I haven't posted a picture of it. I mean, I've taken a picture. Right. But um, Okay, total side note. This thing is really fucking good. Yeah, that that that. It doesn't taste like beer at all. Here's a picture of the shirt showing. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, back. that's a dope design. Yeah, that's that's my logo. It's like if that's cool. I wanted I wanted my like every every jujitsu logo you see out there right is like the same thing. It's all aggressive or it's somebody's fucking initials done into a black belt. Like, yeah. have you how many people have you seen? Like, just it's just terrible. Yeah, just terrible. And I wanted my. Oh, here we go. For those at home, there's my logo on, oh, the, right. on the. Again, uh, I've never had that. Gotten one of those, so. Well, yeah. Brooks had me had ten of them made for me. I oh, have. Cool. I've 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 given them out sparingly. Sparingly, cool. So, so your friend that you do a podcast with doesn't. Where get are you gonna put it? Uh, I don't know. I'll <laughs> wipe my ass and then yeah, I'll put exactly. it on that. It's piece a little. Of it's a paper. little tiny sticker. It's like. Apes together strong. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> so um. I don't even know where I was going. Oh, I was talking about the the logos for jujitsu. Right. It's like I didn't want that to be my because that's not me. Right. I don't want an aggressive logo. I don't want an. I, there's too much seriousness as is in in jujitsu. I think it's kind of it's one of those things that it's not like. You can't take it serious, like unless you're someone that's like super duper aggressive, like maybe like like who's Paul Harris, like his logo would be like super aggressive or something, you know, but. I think for the most part, you kind of can't sit there and say, oh, it's the gentle art, and then you have a super aggressive logo of someone getting their head ripped off or something. It just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I, I like, you know, I like gorilla stuff, you know, like any like anything gorilla, even like the, like I have that Tatami gorilla one where it's like a, yeah. like a screaming face, and I that's fine. I think it's fine. like a Mirkatsu design or something. Yeah, which I like, you know. Yeah. I also really, but even more is I like the other Tatami with the thinking. The thinking ape? The thinking ape. Yeah. But... I like my stuff to be less, you know. I want my stuff to be crucified. That's cool. No, I want it to. I want it to be more like me. That's just. Pussified, I don't need. I don't. Right? That's what I said. Pussify. I don't. I don't need to. I don't. I don't need to advertise that I'm a fucking badass. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like I, it's, we're fun. You here. don't need to posture. I don't need to posture. I, yeah. I don't want to. That's not me. So it's like that's why I love this logo, which Erica helped. Erica. I basically said, you know the winking emoji? Just that, but it was a Give me that with a, with a gorilla face and with the tongue out. That's funny. <laughs> because if you look at the pictures I take, nine times out of ten. What would mine be? <sighs> would be like a poop emoji? Would probably be the poop emoji. Poop emoji would be... A, would be right. But you got to have... You got to kind of go with, with a nickname, and you really don't have a nickname. You know what I was thinking, though, with the MacGyver thing? There should be, we should design a board game 
but it's a Chuck Norris board game. I had a board, me and my friends in, uh, in high school. Um, 1955. 19, actually it was, it was still the 80s, it was like 88, 89. Cocaine was big back then. Um, <laughs> my friend uh, Scott Sinclair, who ended up becoming, um, I haven't talked to him in years, but he was, uh, he actually was uh, one of the artists for Playboy, mm-hmm. and then he became the, like, uh, Art designer for what's the what's the one video game with the guy in the deep sea suit and the little girl? Oh, Biohazard. Yes, I or got bio, the bio. Yes, it's not Biohazard. Uh, Bioshock. Bio, Bioshock. So if you look right there on the shelf, yeah, that I little have girl. the little girl. Yeah. yeah. So he did the graphics for it. Well, he didn't do the gra- He was the art designer. Oh, dude, you gotta hook me up with them. So I don't. Like, I I can't. I can't find them. Find them because so. One of my favorite styles, like art styles, uh-huh. is that is the old school art deco, and that's that whole game. That's one of the biggest reasons why I love that game because it's an art he, deco style. He was always a great artist. In my in one of my yearbooks, he did a scene because we used to I used to skate over at his, over at his house all the mm-hmm. time because we I didn't have where I grew up, we didn't have uh, paved roads. Right. So I had to go like his house was across the canal. Sometimes I would walk around. Or other times, I would just walk through the canal. Yeah. <laughs> like a water moccasin, alligator-infested yeah. canal, and I would walk across it. And and uh, but um, and then we tried to build a bridge out of tires. That didn't work. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, he um, we when we were kids, we made up a game. It was a role-playing game. Doctor? Nope. It was not a role. Like, not like a like role like like right. like Dungeons and yeah, Dragons. Like <laughs> uh, I keep going. Uh, it was called Skate or Die. And we like had a video game? No, it was it was before that. Yeah, obviously. But but it um like everything about it was like you rolled dice and if you made this trick like it was really cool. It's like skate. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah but it was skate. like it was really, really fucking cool, and I really wish we would have followed through on it because it was an incredible idea, and it was like in the end of the eighties. That was like kind of a small little dip in in uh, skateboarding. Yeah. But you know, mid nineties, it started coming back up, and it hasn't really gone away since then. I don't know if it's as popular as it was. Like, it's, it definitely comes in waves. I think, like, the last, like, big surge was when um, when Tony Hawk hit the 900. But it hasn't been, like, a big wave well, into no. the main. What about Rob Deerdeck and, and, like, the whole Rob Deerdeck thing in the mid, you know, mid-2000s? With, right, but, right, that's that what was I'm saying. huge. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was, like, the last time the that Tony Hawk hit the really 900 in, like, 2000. 2001. No. Yes. It was way after that. No, it was not. For sure. Shall we look it up on the old Instagram? Google that, bitch. Oh, man, I'm loving this chair. On your hiney? Uh, no, it's just because it leans back. Lean back. Lean back. Oh, yeah, this book, too, that I wanted to put up here. The Art of Japanese Swordsmanship. It shows you how to commit suicide Japanese style, too. Seppuku? Yeah. What's this? Receipt for whatever. So while we have this segue yeah, here, I'll, uh, I think we should read this. It's pretty cool. The Art of Japanese Swordsmanship. <laughs> a Manual of a Shinryu Yaido. It's actually a pretty good book. So did you find it? Until in two seconds. You know you can do Siri, right? It's a lot Yeah, faster. but I don't want to talk. Oh, ho, ho. read it and weep, sucker. 
So one of the most successful vertical pro skateboarders in the world landed the 900 at the 1999 X Games after 10 failed attempts. He never did the 1080, right? Did he do? I don't think anybody's ever done a 1080. He did the 900 and then he landed in the water, right? He no, no, no. He, but then he, when he went back, he jumped into the water. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. But I knew it was 2000. Yeah. Like I knew he hit it. You know that was. Yeah, because that's when they like launched like Tony Hawk Two or something like that, and it was like a big part of it. I don't. Know. I I, I want to get PS4 just so I can download three games. What's that? I want original. Oh, well, actually, four games. Uh, Pro Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. There was a first-person shooter game that I loved called Thirteen. Oh, I have that on for the computer. It's, I love that game. It's like a it's like a. It's a comic book style well not like com- but like uh like what was that a scanner darkly yeah where it was like filmed but like yeah they animated over the film yeah, not that many people know about that and I it was a comic book game. too yeah and then the other one was stunt stunt driver fuck that game fuck that game fuck that game so hard you know how many like i broke two controllers because of that fucking game i love that game remember when you remember, remember remember when you were in like thailand and you're driving the tuk tuk yeah no, because oh. it's it's supposed to recreate like different movies. Yeah, different movies. So scenes. they did one for like Indiana Jones, but they obviously can't say Indiana Jones. And then they did another one that was for, for the one that I always for, that I could never fucking land was mm-hmm. landing the car on top of the train. That was from what movie is that from? I don't know, but it, the, yeah. I I might have done it once. Yeah, it was that game was insanely hard because. Everything said, like, super elastic, like, overtake that car. And it's like, oh, you fucked up. we got to do the whole thing over again. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. That game was so if I, I can get still those, have it. I still if have If I get it. those four games. I, ha- I have I'd all those ha- games, though. Yeah. But I have 13 only came out for PC. It didn't come out for PlayStation. I had it for PlayStation. I don't remember it coming out for PlayStation. No, I had it. That's, that's like the. And, then and I finished that game. Pretty sure I still have Tony Hawk. Because remember you had the crossbow at one point? It was like. Th- yeah. Yeah. And, like, you, the game starts where you're, like. Waking up. Yeah. No, you don't know like where you are, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. No, I love that game. I was actually playing it like a couple of months ago. I, I actually on the YouTube channel, I had, like I started like my own Twitch channel, and that was the first game that I played. Was that? No, I love that fucking game. That game is great. It was, it was touted as like one of the best games of that year, and then it just disappeared because it was very niche. There wasn't. It was a distinct well, storyline, but. It was you couldn't expand on it, right? And, but it was like, what would they have done? Come out with fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like thirteen part two. But I love that game. I, but I'm a I love first person shooters. It's almost like it's a mixture of a Scanner Darkly and GoldenEye. The old yes, GoldenEye yes, game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you mix it with a, with an actual storyline. Yeah. All right. So let's get this. So, oh, are we taking a shot? Taking a shot. Oh are you shit! Hear that? All right, guys. For those at home. We, we're we're going to start Which is all of game. you, because none of you are right. fucking here. So we start a new game now, because where we are, as you can hear, there's planes, and I don't have any more beer. So anytime you hear a plane in the background, we got to take a drink. got to take a drink. So I guess i got to start bringing alcohol, alcohol in here. We should, we should, oh, we should do warm fireball, because no, that's I, terrible. I will not touch fireball. Ah, cheers. Cheers. Okay, so how about we actually get into some jujitsu news, because there's a lot of shit that went down, huh? How about we start off with the the big news that we missed out from Nogi Worlds. So if uh, if you're hiding under a rock and you haven't been paying attention to uh, to jujitsu news, at Nogi Worlds 2018 there was an assault 
between uh, Half Gracie and Flavio Almeida of uh, Gracie Baja, one of the heads of Gracie Baja. And that's assault, brother. Allegedly, which is not not really allegedly. A, there's video. There's of it. video of it now. If you go to Jiu Jitsu Radio on Instagram, you'll see the video. Um, Half Gracie came up to Flavio Almeida at Nogi Worlds and basically hit him with a. It looked like a forearm, but basically he hit him with the forearm. It was a, I heard it was an elbow. He well, same thing. He punched him in the fucking. He forearmed him in the face while they were sitting there talking, and then as he was going down, started punching him like directly, knocked out three of Flavio's teeth, and then proceeded to flee the country. That's the part that they didn't tell you. Ah. Half crazy, fled the country. Fled, fled the country. Um, and where did he go? I don't know. That I don't know. I'm assuming Brazil, because um, there's no extradition between uh, Ralph Gracie's been having a rough year so the whole idea is um, is that supposedly Half was upset at Gracie Baja and Flavio for opening up a school in what he deemed as his territory in the Bay Area and this is the same school that Kurt Osiander left and started up his own was it Empire Jiu Jitsu um, in California which so, uh, our friend Colin's supposed to be going to oh nice He's out there right now. Good for you, Colin. So anyway, uh, Half went ahead and uh, decided to assault Flavio because he thinks it's uh, 1990 in Brazil and that you can still do that shit. And uh, then fled the country. So now what happened is the video, um, someone, I think it was Dan Lucart found the video. Somebody else posted it and, and Dan Lucart um, retweeted it, reposted it. And then you can also find it on our Instagram at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. You can see it for yourself. It, it was kind of on the background of one of the flow grappling um, streams, so it definitely took a little while to find it. So here's what happened. Um, By the way, whoever f- did the, the research for that, good work. Yeah, congratulations. That's definitely putting in the effort. Um, one of the, let's see what I got here. So this is, I'm reading from an article at uh, jujitsutimes.com. What do we got here? A member of Gracie's legal team has spoken about the incident on Gracie's behalf. James Cook, who also has experience in martial arts, according to BJJ Heroes, contacted BJJ Heroes with a statement regarding the altercation. Um, I believe that this James Cook guy is actually representing Half Gracie. And this is his statement. I reviewed the video and I had an opportunity to discuss the incident with Ralph Gracie. Ralph would like to tell his side of the story about events leading up to the altercation. However, I strongly advise them to say nothing. Smart. I cannot disclose too many details about Ralph's side of the story given attorney-client considerations. However, I can say that the video does not capture the full spectrum of words and actions leading up to the incident. To view the video within the full context, it is easy to conclude that altercation should be characterized as mutual combat. It's worth noting that the incident took place at a combat sporting event. Emotions often run high and disputes materialize off the mats. Regardless, Flavio Almeida and Ralph Gracie, Half Gracie, are icons of our sport. Because of this, I believe that any further dispute can and should be resolved quickly and without court intervention. First of all, fuck you guy, because that's a total that, lawyer statement. Yeah, and that's him trying to 
Hey Sean, we got heated at a tournament. Let me yeah. go ahead and Let, let's you act up. like let's act like fucking barbarians. It's so stupid. It's and, such a scumbag. And, and what's funny is is in in a in a um, time when when honor in the sport is being talked about due to the whole cyborg. Connor, Gordon Ryan, no, that other bullshit thing. I'm talking jujitsu. I'm yeah. not. I'm not talking MMA. MMA is to- something totally different. But when when we're talking about honor and and all that good stuff, uh, it's weird or uh, it, it's. I don't want to say weird isn't the right word, but it's a little ironic that the hypocritical, hypocritical maybe you know that the people talking most about honor in the sport. Are some of the people? Well, that's what I think is funny. Who is are? That, don't forget dishonoring themselves and the sport by becoming violent. Half basically kicked Kurt out from his academy because he said, "I don't want to have cursing and drugs and all this stuff related to my." Well, I heard anymore. I heard something different. What you hear? The, what I heard was, um, Half brought in a Brazilian mm-hmm. to start. A friend from Brazil right. to start uh, teaching, and they had one instructor too many, and so he got rid of Kurt. No, oh. there was another guy that was teaching, and oh. it was basically Kurt's one of Kurt's guys from the beginning. Right, and as a kind of show of bromanship and solidarity, solidarity, Kurt left, and, and it was spun. Into Kurt got fired, but it w- he didn't get fired. It was from the story I've heard is he left, right. and then Half to kind of save face said that oh, uh, this is why this is why I, I either I, way I, it's I still a dick him. move no matter which angle you look at it because I mean let's be honest Kurt it was one of the biggest faces of Half's school outside of Half the next big name was Kurt. And and I would I would even say bigger. I would say that Kurt's name was bigger in the jujitsu community than Health. Yeah. Even though Health is a Gracie. Yeah, but Health hasn't done anything in the spotlight really in a long, long in time. In a long time. So, either way, it's a dick move, and it's definitely funny that he would sit there and say, "Oh, well, I don't want any more negativity and drugs and cursing in my school." So what does he do? He goes and he assaults Flavio, who Flavio didn't do anything. If you watch the video, Flavio's sitting there. You can tell they're going back and forth. And Flavio probably was sitting there and just. But do you know you know what it was the disputes about? Yeah, so that's what I said is that um, it's always been considered that San the Francisco. Bay Area is house territory. Which guess what? It's not fucking Brazil anymore. It's not the mafia. Like you don't fucking own stuff. And I'll be dead honest. If I was a black belt and I had a school and I got the possibility of opening up a school in like a good area like the Bay Area like that and I had that kind of money I fucking do it I don't give a fuck who it is I don't give a fuck about you or you or you I'm opening a school there go fuck yourself like who are it's a, you this, it's America this is business no this is strictly B- well, business it's not only but it is a business but what I'm saying is not only is it business it's America and in America you do whatever the fuck do you whatever want. the fuck you want Legally abiding, yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely bullshit, and it's definitely a kind of mar on the sport. But it's not surprising because Half's been in a lot of uh, legal situations. Excuse me. Um, so whatever, it's definitely 
it definitely took away from heat from the whole Gordon Ryan cyborg situation and not in a good way so whatever and I got a funny story to tell you about that after I can't talk about it on here but that's one and then the next story I got did you see this a wrestler oh shit it won't let me pull it up damn so this wrestler uh, was in the middle of a competition and the ref told him that he had oh, yes. to cut his, his dreadlocks, dreadlocks or be disqualified. Right. And it was the story I heard. I've heard it spun two different ways. It's always it's always interesting to right. hear both sides of the story. Uh, the first story, the first way I heard it was number one, the ref who has a history of bigotry. Oh yeah, and the ref is like got a history of racism. That's allegedly. No, he no he he has the history of racism. So he at another tournament called another a ref the N word, and when someone brought it up to him and said like, "Did you say this or not?" He's like, "I don't remember saying it," but he didn't deny saying it. So he took responsibility. He's like, "Oh, I don't remember saying the N word, but it sounds like something I would say, so I'll take responsibility." The other the other thing was, he the ref was late. And didn't have a chance to check the wrestler's headgear because when you have longer hair, you're supposed to have like a head, uh, like a head wrap or something, something like that. That yeah. right. So because he was late, he didn't have a chance to check it. He was enforcing the rule, which I again, it's a stupid ass rule. I I I'm a firm believer if it's a stupid fucking rule. Then it should be fought. It should be fought. Yeah, I I agree with you, um, but and what what heart on this kid? He went, took one for the team, got his hair like cut. They trimmed his hair right there on and the mat. And he still won in overtime. So he gave his all. So uh, I wish I could pull up the name right now. I'm trying to connect to uh, to my own personal hotspot to try and get it connected so I can read everybody. So. Shout out to that guy, man, because you did not let this scumbag ref, like, throw off your, your mojo. More power to you. Um, and then Al Jermaine Sterling actually reached out to the kid and said, if you want to come train with me, you're more than welcome to. So shout out to Al Jermaine Sterling, who's actually, he's probably one of my favorite fighters, too, because he's super straightforward, no bullshit kind of guy. Um, and he's... He's definitely very vocal about his opinions. And something like that, I, I think there's a lot of people who are saying, oh, I would reach out to that guy, I would hook him up. But I don't think that many people actually did, to be honest. Uh, trying to connect still. Hopefully this will work. I'm trying to connect uh, the Wi-Fi through They're a hotspot. Just, it, it's, just, it, it's crazy to me that in 2018... That people are still racist? No, it's not that. They're, we're always going to have racism. For sure. Always. We're always going to have racism, bigotry, all this stuff. There's That will never go away. So I'm trying to pull this and to up. Say, and, and to think that it is mm. with uh, education and whatever is a pipe dream. It's not going to go away. It'll never go away. The only thing that will ever make racism go away is when we have another species, like when an alien species invades. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, let's do this. Yeah, and everybody, we're human. That's when we'll become humans as opposed to black, white, right. red. So it, the uh, the wrestling match 
Uh, the student is Andrew Johnson from Buena Regional High School. So, shout out to Andrew Johnson, man. Sorry you had to deal with that. Fuck that ref. Because that ref is definitely a Well, regardless, the ref was in the wrong. Whether he was bigoted or he made the kid cut his hair because... But the kid had been already, like, wrestling. That's the thing. He right. just, like, stopped well, him. A, so it's like... Well, I don't know. It's not even that. The kid's been wrestling all year. This isn't this isn't the beginning yeah, of the season. Grows. So the rule from what I was reading is that like it can't be past your ears, and I guess his dreads were past his ears, and you have to have a and that is an, and that, that's, that's by the way that's an antiquated fucking rule. But no, no, you have to still have it because people end up getting caught. If I went in with my hair now, someone could end up like pulling my hair and stuff in a tournament. So I understand that's the, the risk, safety that's, aspect. That's the risk you no one, run right. having long hair. But if no one had said it to you the whole rest of the time, and out of nowhere this guy says, "Hey, cut your hair right now." Or you're gonna get disqualified. Most people are gonna be like, "I'm not gonna cut my fucking hair for like this tournament." What the fuck? Yeah, like the, I've been wrestling like this. This kid's like, "No, fucking cut it." So shout out to him, man. All right, next stupid one. Stupid fucking rules. Um, when I worked for Publix at one point, like you couldn't have you could have a mustache and you could have sideburns, but your sideburns couldn't be past your ears. Yeah. And I don't know if if Publix changed that rule over the years. Uh, yeah, you. They want a certain haircut, and a lot of businesses do that. They don't want to have a. Um, you got to have a certain haircut. It can't like touch your collar. It can't do certain. And things. I so can I understand. It. I can understand while working for a grocery store, them wanting everybody looking like clean cut. Clean cut because right. these people are, are around okay. your food. Well, I mean, if you walk into Trader Joe's, some of the people are like, mm, I'd rather you don't touch my food. Thanks. Right. Right. But. How come women can have that long hair? I that's just a gender stereotype. Yeah, that's gen, that's wrong. If women I'm, can have long I'm not hair, disagreeing with you. Men should have can have. I'm long just saying. Hair. I definitely want my my people that handle my food to at least look like they're hygienic people. Because regardless if you have tattoos, piercing, I don't give a shit. You you express yourself, no problem. All I care about is. Just be a clean person. What That's people all I need, care what, about. Like, I would never have you touch my food, like, ever. You shouldn't. I really don't. What people should do, uh-huh. honestly, is, is these these rules, these antiquated rules that are that were created in the 50s and 60s or whatever. Every Long-haired need not apply. Yeah. People need... I think rules should be um, revisited and reevaluated every year. Right. Like, as as much as we bag on the IBJJF for not allowing reaping and leg shit in their competitions, at least they're constantly reviewing their rules and changing some things. I'm not busting their balls as much about the rules as I am the fact that they don't pay their top-level athletes. Like, they need to be paying people the right amount of money. Like, there needs to be an actual prize to go and be a world champion. That's just what it is. It just, well, I think they do get paid. Now they do. Yeah, but it's but, something minuscule. Yeah. I want to say 2500 bucks or something like that. Like a 1000 But yet. So, with their whole raising of fees and forcing everyone to be a member now, there's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be having prize money. For, for tournaments like Worlds and Pan Ams. Absolutely not. No, I agree. I agree. There should be some kind of prize money. Let's get into the real nitty-gritty of the shit that's going down right now. So this week has been a little bit of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
catastrophic? Not really. Just what's another word for turmoil? Someone, something turmoilish. Chaotic. Chaotic. That's the word. Chaotic for the UFC and MMA. Um, <laughs> you know what's going on. I know what's going on. So for people that haven't been it's paying called, attention, it's called bullshit. So the UFC has UFC 232 pay-per-view card going on this Saturday that was supposed to happen in Las Vegas. But your boy, John Jones. Why are you saying your boy? Because you were defending him. We had that conversation last time. What do you mean? Anyway. What did I defend? Don't worry about it. So John Jones was supposed to, was told that he should take the VADA um, test instead of like Wada. the USADA. VADA. No, Wada. VADA. Wada. No. W A D A. No. V A D A. World Athletic. V A D A is the organization that they they suggested he take the uh, take the test with. V A D A. Voluntary Anti Doping Association. So USADA told John Jones that he should take the VADA um, test just as a precautionary. Again. The thing is, VADA does not get paid by the UFC. USADA and WADA does. So VADA would have been independent test. So between the time in 2017 and now, every time that they tested John Jones, he came back clean. They say they tested him like 100 times. Literally, it says like 100 times. 100% clean. The very last test that he took... He popped up, and then they told him to go take the VADA testing, he opted out. So people are like, why the fuck are you opting out? So wouldn't you know it, all of a sudden he opts out of testing after 100 tests, a week before the fight, two weeks before the fight, and now he pops for Turinabal. The same thing that he popped last year. Now, mind you, the bullshit part is that Jeff Nowitzki, the fucking scumbag that he is, he's such a tool. He's so balls deep on... Dana White and the UFC that they wanted to make the excuse it's like oh it's leftovers from last year he just had a I think they called it like a pulse it was leftover in his system from last year he'll be fine to compete and uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission is like no no he popped like that's we're not going to license him so instead of having him be officially popped and go on the record for it they're like we're going to move the whole fight card so Fighters were already on their way, or literally on their way to Las Vegas with their family. Hotels were booked, travel arrangements made, weight cuts had begun. All going to Las Vegas, and some fighters literally on the way to Vegas were told, hey, we're moving everything to L.A., so figure your shit out. Like, we're going to get your tickets and your hotels, but everything else doesn't really matter. It's already too late to change flights. People already got their hotels. You're not going to be able to cancel the hotel. You're not going to be able to find a, a hotel New Year's Eve weekend in fucking L.A. That ain't going to fucking happen. So it screwed over a lot of people. It pissed a lot of people off. Not to mention that a lot of people were saying, okay, so he's cheating. He obviously tested positive, and the uh, the UFC is still supporting the guy. And <laughs> the even more, even more. Is now, and uh, what's her name? Um, Cyborg? No, the other one. Amanda Nunez uh-huh. said, well, wasn't looking forward to paying 30% taxes to the California mm-hmm. this time of year. 
but guess I don't have really have a choice mm-hmm. because that's when you fight in California, you fight in New York. You got to pay you half gotta, the taxes. You got to pay half the taxes to that state. Wherever that money is earned, yeah. you have to pay. So now these fighters got to pay an extra 30%. Which technically, the, I mean, the UFC is not going to, but the UFC should cover should cover their ass on that. Because that's not fair to these fighters. Like, And I, I made a post on, the, on our Instagram saying that, honestly, if this has all been a money thing. This is all well, about it's about the pay-per-view. It's right, about it's about the, the pay-per-view. And here's the thing. People are like, oh, we should boycott the pay-per-view. But here's what's going to happen. Everybody's – I think this is the greatest thing for the pay-per-view. I think more people are going to watch this yes pay-per-view because no. now they really want to see but it's him not get his fair, ass kicked. But it's, it's not going to happen, though. It's not fair to the fighters that stay clean bust their ass, do everything right. It's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to it's anybody. It's not fair to anybody. Nobody but should be... It's not fair for the people that do everything they do. They're, they're company men and women. John Jones doesn't give a fuck about the UFC. He's getting paid. They're changing everything. They're saying, if you get busted, you're you're done. Two years. Two years of your paycheck goes out the fucking window, right? But if I'm John Jones and I get busted, we're going to move a whole card for you. I'll take the fucking fight card all the way to fucking Timbuktu if I wanted to, as long as I can get away with you doing it. Imagine if it was Brock Lesnar. Did you hear did you hear what Tom Lawler said? No, what'd he say? Tom Lawler, um It was awesome. Mark Hunt went off. No, Mark, Mark Hunt, Hunt went off. Mark Hunt went off a few times. He hates And DC, so now here's the thing. So DC sat there and posted, oh, he tested positive again or he popped again. Um and then it started this whole back and forth between John Jones and DC that brought people's wives into it. So that's even more fucked up. Like, you can talk shit all you want, but you don't bring a man's wife and a man's kids into the whole thing. You could talk shit about the camp, you could talk shit about anybody, but not a man's Tom wife. Tom Lawler said, 17 picograms of Osterine got me two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got two years for that. And he got nothing. Why? Because Jeff Nowinski is literally on his hands and knees in front of Dana White, and he's getting paid off. Let me see. I'll read you the um, the post made by the lawyer because I know I had it up here. Um, it was a super, like, just such full of shit uh, comment that he made. And mind you, I'm pulling all this from MMAfighting.com, so shout out to them. Um, let me see. Where is it? Uh, I'll pull it up. You want to? I'll pull it up on our Instagram because it's on there for sure. Uh, I posted it on there. Well, this is a great Corey Anderson. Yeah, Corey Anderson was one of the people that found out while he was on the. Did you read what he said? Yeah, you can read it. Okay, this is awesome. This is uh, coming from Corey Anderson. He said, "If we all said no, we won't travel again. Would they just take Jones off the card and keep it in Vegas, or book eleven new fights, continue to move to LA, and keep the main event the same?" A lot of money has been spent in travel fees for my family to be in Vegas for this fight. I'm not even mad, just disappointed in the company I bust my ass for every day. Make sure my piss and blood is clean every day and represent myself like a professional every day for. Just so clowns who sell a lot of tickets and make a lot of money could fuck up every day and still get a pat on the back and told, don't worry, it's not your fault because at the end of the day, they sell. I'm also currently on my five-hour flight to Vegas with my wife, who is seven months pregnant, on the board, 
of not being able to travel and spend spent an hour and a half walking through Newark, shit show of an airport. Now we have to land, get our shit, figure out what's next, load up and hassle through, probably hustle through the airport and travel again. The law says drive sober or get pulled over. The UFC should be piss clean or hit the streets, even if you're making loads of money. But again, I'm not pissed, just highly disappointed. He gave you like the super dad answer, like, I'm not even mad. I'm, I'm not even mad. mad. I'm, I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. Like, that's like, oh, oh, that hurts. But it's so true. It's like, 100% it, there's, there's, is true. It's, it's bullshit to do this. No, it's super disrespectful to and the fighters. This, and here's the thing I don't think Dana really wanted to do it. Oh, for sure he did. Well, I don't know. If, did you look at the, uh, did you watch the, the announcement? The no, the announcement. Uh-uh. Uh, the announcement, he was like, he looked like exhausted. Well, he's exhausted. Well, you got to remember, fight week is the worst one for the promoter. And then he's got to deal with a million other fucking things. So now he's taking months of pre-planning for a fight card and like agreements he has to make and things he has to sign. All done in literally a span of three but, or four But days. here's the thing. Even though Dana's still a major part of the company... He has to answer to W uh, WMG. Yeah. No, I think they still look at him. They're like, hey, listen, you tell us what to do. They have the the money and they make the final calls on everything. But they're like, that's why I said it's the pay per view with you because they already had to push the February card back because of stuff that's going on there. Um, they had other issues over the this past year about the pay-per-view not selling enough and this that, and the other stuff. So for them to cancel a pay-per-view last minute of the year, remember, when you sign that pay-per-view contract, you make an agreement as to how many times a year you're going to do it. Right. So there was no way out. So for this is really, it's fucking a lot of people over and it's a lot of pissed off people, but it's literally there is no way out. They have to make it work. So... They couldn't do it anywhere else. They're not going to do it in New York. They're not going to do it anywhere else. Where it's the closest state that we know that we could sell tickets, it's going to be L.A. Well, what is it? Is it a four-hour drive or six I think it's hours? like four to six hours, something like that. I mean, yeah, the bottom line, I mean, if you really wanted to. But here, here, here's – UFC is becoming a fucking shit show. And they could get rid of this to me. Here, here's how you get rid of this. If you're going to have – if you're going to have uh, rankings – Follow the rankings. It's not going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me just hear me out. Follow the rankings. Uh-huh. Whenever you have a main event fight for, you know, whatever your main event is, have the next two guys in line ready to go. Can't. They do it all the time. No, they Tomorrow, had one, they, had, they, they had, had to have. That was like the first time. That was the first time that they did that, to have one backup fighter. That's just, you, you can't do that. Yeah, but they're doing it now. They're doing it more often. I don't know if they're going to keep on doing that though. But but the the question is who could have who could they have gotten to fight John Jones? No, John Jones. Alexander. Alex? Who could who could they have gotten? To, I, Alex. They would have to either pay a shit ton of money to DC, get Vulcan, yeah, which I don't think Vulcan. They DC could do can't lose that weight. He can't lose. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's 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 two fifty. It would have to be like some weird catch weight. You're not going to get anybody else in that division and that close of a time. It's just because those guys aren't at 205. It takes them a couple of weeks to hit down to 205. It's just the way that it is. Uh, I'll read you this statement from the other scumbag Andy Foster um, who's the executive officer for the California State Athletic Commission. 
he said we've got a statement from the different science from three different scientists from the lab director saying there's no evidence of any new ingestion this isn't a new thing this is what he's been punished for already he's already served his time on this so what like again they're saying that what he popped for was something that was still in his system first of all there's no way for them to sit there and say oh this is a new this is old no this was in your system like if it's in your system it's your fucking system they're not going to carbon date something that's well in the your question system. is is how the fuck do you know well that's not even that you got to look at it this way okay it's the exact same thing he popped for and does it not fucking hit anybody's mind that it's at the exact same time that he popped for last time? And then the other thing he's is... He's microdosing with this stuff. That's all it is, is that he's microdosing. Yeah, the other thing is... Um, I don't know anything that would stay in your system for close to two years. I mean, depending on how much you use, some stuff will stay on there. You can't tell me someone who's as fit as he is who's as lean as he is, they're saying, oh, it stayed in your fat pockets. It's like, I'm trying to find out, I'm trying, I'm reaching out to a bunch of people that are, that are like legitimate doctors and scientists that know about this stuff to try and get an actual answer. So once I get an answer, I'll let you know, but it's, it's a bullshit cover up. The fact is, is that the guy's microdosing on it. It's just all that it is. And people can say, oh, well, microdosing doesn't work on this stuff. It doesn't matter. Like, you're still going to sit there microdose consistently. But you're even, still going to get some well, kind of extra result. And, and, and anybody that says microdosing doesn't work, it, it, may not, it, like, it may not work physically. But it gives you that edge mentally sometimes. I guess. And, and if, if, if you feel like, because everything's got that placebo effect. Well, it doesn't matter because that's, that's what baseball players were doing. But they were doing it with, like, gummy bears. So what they would do is, like, they would literally eat them during the game. So when they go to take a drug test, I forget how it is. You're supposed to give... You can't even drink coffee if you play baseball. No, no, no. This is what they were doing. So they were doing it with gummy bears, but it was such a minute trace amount in the gummy bears. So when if you if you ever taken a drug test, what they tell you is you're supposed to like pee first, like let that first initial stream out, and then put the rest into the cup. So what they would do is just do the initial stream I don't know how it works. Maybe like the sediments that are left over in the urine itself don't come out as much in that first one. It's like, I guess they're like sitting down at the bottom of your bladder, whatever way you want to fucking look at it. I'm not the doctor here, but that's what they were doing. So you could sit there and you could microdose, you could do whatever. As long as you give that initial stream, you're not going to pop. Like they literally did it. That's how they would get away with it. Because then they would still get tested like, oh, there's nothing. Because they just gave the, the first and then the extra, they would just end up like shooting out into the toilet. <clears throat> so it's I don't I don't I don't believe it's I don't I just I can't believe this one thing would stay in his because he would have had not. to done he would have had to do so much of that which of w- he didn't get popped for a lot. The think about it this way, just fucking deductive reasoning. How many fighters do you know that back in the day would sit there and take tons of shit? And then when they come and do the drug test, they come clean. So why would they, the people that are literally taking it fresh, how can they clean out their system with all their fat pockets? No, the guy is microdosing on this stuff. It's in his system for a fucking reason. He probably took a test, was like, oh, okay, well, now I'm clean. They, like, they're not going to test me at least for another couple of days, and then I'm good. You know who they did that to was like Vitor. <coughs> so I, I, when we were still training at Jacko, I remember... I forget who he was fighting. I think he was like I think he was gonna fight like Luke Rockhold, but 
I remember I, they, every day I came into the gym, every day they were there testing them. They tested them like three or four days in a row. Because they thought like, oh, you thought you're going to catch us, like catch us slipping or whatever. Nope, we're going to come back tomorrow and get you again. They're going to catch you again. Like trying to catch him off guard kind of thing. No, no, it's it's stupid. It's it's really, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist. They're going to throw science at you because most people don't know about this stuff. Unless you're really, really into steroids and but the science behind it, well, and now you're going to believe anything. steroids yeah. that, that they can create that have, you know, aren't traceable. Everything is traceable. Well, it's traceable, but, but they have eventually. To, you, have eventually. To write, you have to just be ahead of the game. That's all. You have to be it's ahead just, of the cops. Here's my thing. I say let them all fucking juice. Let them all fucking juice because when... Dude, best time ever in baseball was when everybody, everybody was juicing and fucking hitting dingers left and right. I even paid attention to baseball, and I hate baseball. But when Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and... Ken Griffey Jr. didn't juice... Yeah, but he wasn't in that home run race. It was who? It was yeah, Barry Bonds. It. it was Barry Bonds. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa Mark and Mark McGuire. That was. But so it was really exciting. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire at one point, and then Barry Bonds was just kind of on his own after. Yeah, that was so fun. Fucking let him juice. Just say you know what? Because who cares? At the end of the day, oh, we care about the fighter safety. No, you fucking don't, because you let him cut fucking forty pounds. Before a fight. If you cared about the fighter's safety, you wouldn't have them cut weight. They're still getting punched in the face. Yeah. It, it, you know, fucking let them juice. Who, who gives a shit? Let them all juice. I, I mean, I think it's one of those two things. They should have two separate leagues. It should be like the juicer league and then the regular league. That's, I think that would be better because then people are like, okay, you're the greatest in the juice league. Why don't you stop juicing and see how good you are without all the extra help? Well, we saw that with Vitor. I mean... Do you remember what Vitor's body looked like? I remember when he would, like, come in. I told you. Like, he was rocking. He looked like he was carved of granite. That dude was just a beast all on his own. I mean, he's got... But at this... And here's the other thing, though. Here's what what people don't know, but we watched it. We got to see it when he was there. Vitor worked harder than anybody. He was there Regardless of the extra help. Regardless of the extra help. He was in the gym early, and he left the gym late, and he was always fucking working. he would still be there two two or three a day, and then he'd go and do strength and conditioning, and then come back and train at night. He was a fucking animal. He put in the work. No, he he put in the work. And the juice probably helped him do that because it helped him recover. For sure. But he, uh, I wouldn't say his success was owed to the juice. I think it was a combination. I, I, I think the, the juice helped him train more, but he had the fucking mental toughness to just keep going and keep training. Like, that dude, like, when you're... And he was twice as old as some of the fighters on the team, yeah. and he worked triple twice the amount. Bit. You know what I'm saying? It He's was crazy. Just, he has a mental fortitude that most people won't, and it's understandably so because of the things that he went through in his life. Sure. I mean, having your sister literally set on fire is not like and people never finding her body or anything like that's not something easy to deal with. So, hello, man. It is what it is. But who knows? I think this is kind of a, a dick move. Do I think that do I want Alex to win? Absolutely. Do I think he can win? Not even fucking close. I think he I think he can. I don't think so. I think Alex is a lot more dangerous than you give him credit for. I know. I think he is dangerous. I, I don't think, think he's dangerous. I, th- to I think he's improved so much. I don't think so. 
Oh yeah, not at all. Yeah, his hands have improved greatly since that last John Jones. Not fight. to not according to Anthony Rumble Johnson. What are you talking about? That was you're when when AJ knocked him out into fucking oblivion and then ground and pounded him. Yeah, Eddie. But look, that that would Eddie. Anytime Rumble gets a shot on you, that's gonna happen. John Jones doesn't have the kind of power that that Rumble has. I mean, he AJ doesn't. AJ didn't knock out DC. Yes, John he, did. He, he rocked him, but he, he didn't knock him out. He didn't. Uh, John knocked him out with a nice swift kick to the dome. Well, that's that's totally something different. I'm talking about. I'm not talking. I'm talking punches. I wasn't talking like a hit is a hit. A, a, no, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, he doesn't. When I say knockout, anybody's got knockout power when they throw a leg at your head. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, punching power. Rumble. Who would you rather get punched in the head from, Rumble or John Jones? Mm, am I allowed to roll with the punch? Doesn't matter. Not you can do whatever you want. I would probably say no. Neither one. I think no. You have to pick one. One of them's gonna punch you in the head. Who's your choice? I would probably do John. Yeah, he's skinnier. Exactly. He doesn't have the power. That, I don't know. I agree with John that. Jones, I mean, either way, he doesn't have gonna, the power. That either way, hides. both of them are gonna knock me out. That's not true. That's not you don't think true. John Jones could knock you out with one punch? Well, anybody can knock you out with one punch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, in a scrap, who's got a better chance? Like, if you're ready and you're fighting, right. who's got a better chance to knock you out with one shot? I would think, I, if you're talking about me? Anybody. Uh, I, Rumble. Rumble. And it's hands down. That's not even a contest. I don't know, Dude, when, I, do you I can't remember, wait. I can't wait. Do you to remember see him when Rumble there. landed that overhand shot on DC? Yeah. I think DC got knocked the fuck out, and when he hit the ground, it, it woke, woke him right, right the the fuck up because he he went down like a ton of fucking bricks, yeah. and that shot sounded like a fucking. Yeah, but I man. just I, I I here's the thing. Rumble, there's a few people I wouldn't want to get hit with. Bye. Rumble's one of them. The other one. Who, who in the gym hit harder than him? Than Rumble? Yes. Um, Let's see if you can remember. Harder than Rumble? Yep. It's not Rashad. Nope. Vulcan hit pretty hard. Nope. Otherwise, it's got to be Vitor. Nope. Tyrone. Oh, yeah. Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone's, <laughs> Tyrone's Paul. Paul. Tyrone hit harder than, than AJ did. Yeah, on the, on the power thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Dude, I remember watching Tyrone hit shit, and I was like, no. I Look, I'll say it to this day. No. I don't know how Henry Hooft can even fucking move his arms because he's been hit by the hardest hitters in the fucking game for years. Overeem, Tyrone Spong, Rumble, Vulcan, and he holds pads for everybody. Consecutively. Yeah, but you know what the thing the thing is though is you don't develop your power on the on the pads. If you're hitting the pads with with 100 power, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing it wrong. The pads are where you but develop it the technique. I'm not talking about the power. It's the fact that he's still got to hold it and he's got to go with that. Yeah, so no, I under, well, yeah, I get that. I, I, there's got to be maybe like only a handful of other people in this planet that can hold pads and handle that kind of power because I don't think that many people can. I want to know. I want to know why Tyrone can't get a fucking major fucking fight in. Because he wants to do boxing now. No, in 
That's what I'm saying. And he's been doing boxing. Because he's building up his, his record. No one's going to want to fight him at 8-0 and when everybody else is, like, 20-0. and And no one's going to want to fight him, like, Deontay Wilder and, and Tyson Fury and all these people aren't going to want to fight. Oh, uh-huh. I'm sure they would. I bet you Tyson no. would. No, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. And it, his name doesn't his, carry the weight. His name doesn't carry the weight in boxing. It right. does in kickboxing and it does in MMA. But, but Tyro's been put on his ass a lot. Yeah. So, like, and he, and I saw him get dropped in, in boxing, too, on his butt. Yeah, that one match where he got up two seconds later. Two and se- yeah, 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 yeah. No, he got up and knocked the dude out. Like, not, I'm not taking anything away from him, but, like, seeing that as another fighter, I'd be like, oh, I got a chance. Everybody's got a puncher's chance. Yeah. Everybody's you know, got and we were, I, was, I was discussing this the other night. Everyone says, whenever you hear someone say, oh, that was a lucky punch. Oh, that was a lucky punch. I don't believe there's a such thing as a lucky punch. I think spinning back fists can be a lucky punch. No, it's not lucky. They're aiming, they're trying to hit you in the face, and they're succeeding. No, some, in people, it. some people are just chucking arms. Yeah, but their goal is to aim for it, is to punch you in the fucking face. Regardless of how that happens, and they connect, they are doing exactly what they intended to do with the motion. That's not luck. A luck would be luck would be like if I punched you and then you got up and fell backwards and smacked your head against the back of the cage and that knocks you loopy. That that's luck. No, that's not luck. That's un, an unfortunate slip. But that's luck. But it would be lucky for me if it knocked you so loopy. I was able to come in and just. You know what I'm saying? It's like no, there's no I, I, there's no such thing as a lucky I, punch. That's not true because, because if people, you could sit there, if you're sitting there and you're swinging at someone and you got them rocked and they're just all over the place and they're just flailing their arms and one of them happens to hit you, that's a lucky punch. You weren't aiming; you were just throwing your arms. But your their goal was to punch you in the fucking face. Right. But so that's not luck. No, that's still luck because I could sit there and throw at your face. Doesn't mean I'm gonna hit. Maybe one time you're sitting there and you're you're slipping, yeah, but, but, and you slip the wrong way. But it's not even that. You can't say it's not luck because what it is is if, you're if, saying if I, that, it can't, that it's not luck. Yeah, if, that's what I mean. If I come, if I knock you loopy, and I start coming in and I just start throwing bombs, and I just chuck one at you. Yeah, but what if I'm throwing bombs at you is because I think you're loopy? What am I? What am I not thinking about? Technique. Technique or the counter defense. I'm just I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking going down right now. I got him fucking dancing on fucking ice skates. I just start fucking coming in winging and not worrying about coming back and and covering. Let me ask you a question. Are you a professional boxer? Nope. Have you ever heard a professional boxer refer to something as a lucky punch? Yeah, somebody. Then I'll take their fucking word. No, you know who you know who says it's a lucky punch? Roy Jones. The guys that get knocked out. No. Yes. No. Have you ever heard of you ever heard a professional boxer say Oh, I got lucky on that punch. Yeah. No. All right, I'll find it for you. I'll show you. You're, you're just guessing on no, that No, 100%. No one's ever said that. No boxer has ever said they were lucky with the punch that landed and All knocked right. somebody out. All right, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find the interviews, and I'll post it. And you I'll do that. Because 100%. You can't tell me a professional boxer would sit there and say it's a lucky punch. He's wrong. He doesn't know. It's like being a that's no. They, they be say like a they couch, say it after they got knocked that's a out. Couch keyboard or they warrior. say they say it when they're trying to get a fight with somebody. But they still say it. They it's say it, but punch. it's not. There's no such thing as it's not true. There's not a lucky punch. If somebody punches you in the face and it lands, and that's what they were trying to do, that's not luck. So if I got my head down, 
I'm right. not even looking, and I just swing my arm. You know where my head is. And it happens. No. You know where if my I'm head is. I'm looking down like this, and I'm just chucking my arm, and it you know happens where my head to is. hit you. How come you're not throwing it down here? Because I'm chucking my arm right. up closer up, up to your what? head. What? Because you know where my head is. Of course you're aiming for the head. Exactly. You're aiming for the head. If you're shooting a gun and you're aiming for a for Are you so you never heard of that's a lucky shot? So obviously. If I, so if I shoot if I'm shooting you towards know what a, a basketball hoop, if I'm shooting towards a basketball hoop, it bounces, it goes flying up, hits the backboard, goes up again, hits the shot clock, and goes in. That's not a lucky that's, shot. That is luck. But that's not that's not the same thing. You're 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 talking about. Bringing, I was aiming at one thing and yeah, and it hit and it hit, totally four, and it hit four so other if things. So I'm aiming at your dome, at right? my dome. I'm hanging yes. at the temple. Yes. My arm swings out. It goes around and hits you in the back of the head. That's that's still it's still what you. It landed. That's not what I was landed. aiming at. So that's you, not lucky that it landed in no, the back of your head. No, because you're aiming for the head. No, I'm aiming for the temple, and you darted in. Nobody aims for the temple. No but one says, no, I'm going to hit the temple. that's where you're wrong. They, they, they go, I'm, I'm going to hit this guy's head. If I'm boxing, right, half of boxing is setting up that power shot. So I'll sit there, aim for the body. I'll aim for the head, right? I'm trying to get you to move in a certain direction. But if I'm sitting there, and I end up just throwing something, and instead of slipping, you end up popping, popping your head right up, and it goes running the way of my shot. That's a lucky That's shot. That's not lucky. How's that not lucky? Because all right, I'm, I'm literally I'll sit there and get a professional boxer to come in here and sit there and say, "Okay, that's not a lucky shot." You tell me. No, you let tell me. me the, let, let me do my analogy. You're hunting. That's not well, boxing. No, no, We're let me, no. boxing. Yes, you, you you just brought. How can how come you come up and talk basketball and I can't talk hunting? Because you're, you never hunted before. Yes, I have. What? With my BB gun. Listen. <laughs> You're hunting. You're uh-huh. aiming at a fucking lion. Uh-huh. You're aiming at with his head gun. with whatever gun. Okay. You fucking shoot. You pull the trigger. Right. And at the last second you close your eyes, but you had you had aimed, you had lined up the shot already, but the last second you close your eyes and you hit the lion. Is that a lucky shot? Yeah. No, you fucking aimed. But you closed your eyes. For so you a don't... split second because you don't want you didn't want like you're afraid of the gun. It doesn't matter. You were aiming at the fucking line. You're st- okay, so if I'm sitting there and I'm playing pool, I look at the shot, I close my eyes and I take the shot. I'm still getting lucky because my shot I have my eyes closed. If if you line up the shot first, then it's not luck. But anything could fucking move. It doesn't not if it doesn't get hit by another ball. There's there's different scenarios going on here. Like if I'm sitting there and I do this, you know what looking, a lucky shot in pool is. If I'm is? not looking, if I'm not looking right, and I'm aiming to the right, I'm looking to the left, and I shoot, and it lands. Is that a lucky shot? Did you look to line it up first? No, I just pointed. That's a shot. lucky shot. Okay, so if I'm not aiming and I'm just throwing my arm, and I happen to hit somebody, but you, if I'm aiming and I hit somebody, is that a lucky shot? No, because they're right in front of you. Because you know where their head is. You know where their head is. Okay, so now you're telling me if I'm boxing and my eyes are closed and I'm just starting swinging and I land and I knock somebody out, is that a lucky shot? You're landing. Let me my see. eyes are closed and I'm just throwing my hands. That's a fucking lucky shot. If you're. My eyes are closed and I'm just throwing my hands and it lands and knocks you out, is that a lucky shot? Well, if, it depends. If no, the, I'm telling you, is what the guy the sta- wait, wait, no. But you're standing right in front of me. If I'm standing I'm in front of you, then it's not. Eyes. Then it's not a lucky shot. If you're standing in front of me and you know where I'm at, my eyes are closed. You could have gone anywhere, and I'm just swinging my hands, and I hit you and knock you do out. I, so I walked into it. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. I walked in order in order for me to get hit. I would have okay, to walk into it. Okay, you walk into it. into it, and I hit you and knock you out. Is that a lucky shot? No. 
How is that not a lucky it's, shot? It's, but it, it, it's lucky for everything else, but not for that. No, it's not luck. It's not luck if I walk into the shot. You, I got lucky that you walked into my shot like an idiot. Right, but if, if you miss, if you keep missing, and I don't get hit, is that a lucky miss? There's no such thing as a lucky miss. Exactly. Luck, oh, if there's a, if there's no okay. such thing as a lucky oh, miss, so, okay. There's so no such thing I, as a lucky shot. I run a red light and I go straight through like at the wrong time, and I don't hit a single car. Is that a lucky miss? And or or it's not, or nice timing. Do, or it's a lucky miss. No, it's not a lucky miss. It's good timing. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so if I go to swing on you and I miss, it's good timing. It's a lucky miss. Is that what you're saying? It's a lucky oh miss. Gosh. There's oh. no such thing as a lucky miss. There's no such you thing as a lucky even, shot. You don't even do striking. Why am I having I do this do. I do no, do striking. You put on gloves twice in your life. No, I, I'm Once way more than when that. We took a photo of it. And way one more. Time. Way oh. more than that. No way. By the way, I'm thinking about doing that. IKF. You should. In July. I'm just going to, I'll take like four months next year uh, and well, just train no, for it. But you can't. Why? You can't because of your knee. What does that have to do with pricing? You, you're not going to be able to rotate on your knee. You can't even run. I like, can, I can, what is, I don't have to run? No, but you said you can't rotate on your knee, right? No, I can't, I can't spin. Like I can't well, like plant, I can't plant and turn hard. Like if I'm running forward, right. I can't plant and juke that way. Okay, but what about like. Stepping on the foot and oh, throwing ste- a kick. It's, it's fine. Uh, you just have to have you have to really really work on your hands. No shit. Well, my hands, hands are bad. No, my, you're not. Your hands are strong, but your but your mechanics are off. Because I'm more of a. You I'm, bounce. You do. You do the. You do the what I would call the um, the punch out motion, where you're like bouncing. You're doing this, so your bounces are are all. No, I'm more this. No, you do this. So when you go to throw your hands, you drop your shoulders, loop the elbow around, and throw it. Instead of being here where your hands are all set and everything is fine. Not my jabs. My jabs are fucking pissed. Yeah, it's <laughs> boom, 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 boom. But I'm saying it's everything else is readable. So you'd have to sit there and really like work on your. Oh training. yeah. I'll, I'll train with you. I'll train with you, but you. I you just know, want to do it to say I did you it. Gotta, you know? No, do it. I mean, that's what it's for. But you got to remember the at your weight division, you're gonna have it's gonna be open. Yeah, I know. So you're going to have the guys that I would have had to fight if I would have stayed in, in Muay Thai. What are you going to do? So they're like 275. That's my size. I'd rather fight somebody my size. Yeah, but they're all going to be like wannabe Tyrone Spongs. That's okay. I'm fine I'm with that. I'm say go for I'm, it. I, I can take a shot. you got to start now, though. No, you I'll be fine. I'll, be, I'll, I'll take four months. And you got to get the cardio rolling. My cardio is fine. Swimming, start swimming again. My, i got to start swimming my, again. My cardio right now is incredible. Like I rolled, I rolled yesterday. Yeah, you got cardio for jujitsu. That's not cardio for kickboxing. No, but I'm also doing my my conditioning too. I don't. It's not like I just do rolls. Okay, so do one kickboxing class this week, and go all out in the kickboxing class, and then see where your where your cardio. I did it. I did it a couple like a month and a half ago. I did one. That's of a classes. month and a half ago. A lot can happen in a month and a half. No, but I, I, I was I'm in shape in, in a month and a half ago. <laughs> I was better. I was. I'm in better shape right now than I was a month okay. and a half ago. Do one kickboxing class. And go all out. Like, don't do like just going through class. Like, everything has. To I always hit hard. do. I always go all out. No. Like, I don't like you don't. Obviously, when you're dust drilling, you don't go all out. And obviously, when you're trying to learn the technique and get I'm it saying. right, like, you sit on the bag every and like you have. To, there's no breaks. Well, you it's just not keep a bag class. It's, it's a technique say, class. No, when you do the technique on the bag class, like do that, and then you see kind of a little bit better. But then you also don't spar, so you got to start sparring. I do spar. I, a couple weeks ago, I sparred with everybody. Oh my gosh! Once, 
uh, once every three months doesn't count really. I, I again, I, that's not what I'm saying. We were, we were talking about my cardio, and I sparred. I went with everybody. Like I kept going. I like who's next? Who's next? All right, I'll I'll come in and I'll spar this week, and then we'll see. I'll come in. Now I'm gonna put you week. up against the wall. You're good luck with that. Which knee is it? Right knee or your left knee? Yes. Okay. That's all I need to know. Um, what do you got going on for the rest of the day? Might go skate. I don't know. I we haven't hit the parking garage. Yeah, in I know. A long time. You still go down there? I haven't been there in a while. I should go hit that up one weekend. I need to. I need to hit up a parking garage and go skate. I wish we had like something bigger, like like that was actually like designed like for skating. That would like where you could kind of like. Like a downhill thing? Like a downhill thing, but, like, with some, like, like when you hit a turn, it would, like, kind of go up a little bit so you could slow down a little bit and, like... Like a bobsled kind like, of track? Yeah, kind of like that. It was, you know, just just, to, just for, Is there any place like that, like a skate track? Like that? There's got to be some in California, right? Well, there's, um, and we were talking about it, there's a place in Jacksonville that has called, it's got a snake run uh-huh. that we're thinking, we're, we've been talking about going to for a year now. Basically, it, like... It goes all the way around, and it's like it's like a, a half bowl. pipe all right. the way down, and then it opens up into a big bowl. Right. It's like they say it's one of the most fun things you can. I you know I've never ever skated a pool, and I've never ever skated a, a, half, a pipe? half pipe ever. But I don't have a fucking trick board anymore. I just have my cruisers, and that's it. I should I should start back up again. What I want what I want to do is is I want to I want to get a new a board to make my trick board, mm-hmm. but they have the um, the old school not as coppice. Uh-huh. Uh, what I want is I want that board redone. Like I don't I don't want one of these new school boards with the with the kick nose and all that right. shit. This one the the new notices has like a very slight kick nose, uh-huh. but it's like it's perfect. It's like old school meets new school, and uh, not as that's the one board that I've always wanted that I've never had. Yeah. It's the one with the Black Panther on the bottom with the wings. It's fucking rad. And that's the one board that I wanted, but I want to get that board and make it my trick board. And, and uh, Brooks just got that board in the glow in the bl- flat black glow in the dark. And he nice. put it in. It, I don't, did you go in his at the party? Did you go in the uh, back room? No, I didn't. Okay. It was in there. It's fucking rad. No, I have to go check it out. I want to get one of the. Um the like legit long boards, the ones where you can like hang ten on and stuff. I get the big, big wooden ones. There is they have they I'm, have they have one at Nomad. Yeah, I know, but they're expensive. Um, and there's there's no real place to. Yeah, but you get ten percent off. Yeah, but there's no place here where you can really ride it the right way. Like you have to have downhill. I know there's places in California now thinking about it where it is like a snake going down like a hill, where you can do that and you can rock back and forth and stuff like that. Um, I would do that. I wish, honestly, if I had the money, I'd have my own skate park. Like, I'd build one because I don't think the skate parks here, like, well, there's not would, enough. And there's like, the dream, enough. the dream is to win the fucking lottery and build, build a, a skate fucking, park. no, build a fucking fa- uh, fantasy factory like Rob Deerdeck. Yeah. But it's, instead of being, like, skateboarding and, like, uh, go-karts and all that shit, it would be... Skateboarding and jujitsu, and like cool. it would be and like you have. I know somebody has that. Somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody does have that. 
I, I don't know, but they're, whoever it is, they're fucking rad because that's like the dream. Like, oh, dude, we got well, let's go up to the mats and we fucking roll around for a while and then they're like, dude, let's go run, the, let's do the skate run down right. there and blah blah blah. It's I would like, love to like get the one of the old trash mounds down here and just turn that into like a bunch of different skate routes, like luges going all the way down. Well, yeah, they, if they can if they can make them into uh, golf golf courses, it's a lot of money. Cause you gotta like, there's a ton of permits, and you gotta worry about the garbage and stuff under. But how dope would that be? Where you have like five or six different like skate routes going down that you can pick from. Like, oh, let's go down number three. Yeah. Number three's got the the like really a water high, park. Like, like a, it's almost like right. a water park, but for skateboarding. That'd be dope as shit. Like there's that we have that one golf course on Lantana. The golf the yeah. And down there's the street from my house. There's a hole that's like. Starts at the top of the of the trash mound, uh-huh. and it ends on the on the floor. So like you got to hit it down, and, and you hit it down. Yeah, I've played that course twice, and I don't even play golf, but I played that course twice. There's a I don't know if it's still holding the record, but there's the world's tallest um, golf hole. I just saw it. I just saw it on Instagram. It's in Africa, and if you can hit the hole in one, you have to take a helicopter to the tee. And you have to shoot it down. If you can get a hole in one, you win a million dollars. That seems like a small price. For a million dollar hole in one, that's a pretty dope one. And I forget how tall it is, but I've yeah, seen but I, I think it. That I think it should be the the chances of that sh- you should be getting more than a million if you made that. Yeah, but I mean, it's coming out of somebody's pocket, so maybe you do like a uh, you chip in. You got to pay a hundred bucks to to take the shot, and then that pulls into the the prize money that would probably be the best way to do it maybe you know what i saw for the first time ever finally your bullet. penis oh. bum, bum. bullet that's a great yeah that movie fucking sucked no well it, it's a, it's an old movie like i i start i'm looking at it like an well, it's, 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 it's like like certain scenes were terrible like the hotel scenes where the, the, the guys kept like you, yeah why would you let the guy in the fucking room well no that was the whole setup it was like but either way it's there's a lot of like, like just gratuitous shots for no reason. Like this, Do you this remember, does, did you, tells nothing did, of the story. What about the scene in the hospital where the guy's like, "I don't want that black doctor working on me." Yeah, it's like crazy. It's super racist. Super racist. Like it, it it's but uh, it's sign of the times. Yeah, yeah it was I, definitely sign of the times. Yeah, but it, it was cool that like Steve McQueen was like, um, he was cool with that one doctor. Yeah, well, he was cool with he was cool with the black the, the yeah. black doctor. But that was that was ahead of the. Uh... Oh, so let me tell you about this book here. Have you ever seen this book? I don't know. The Art of Japanese Swordsmanship. Speaking of which, if you have time, you got Hulu, right? Yeah. No, I don't have. All Hulu. right. Well, you know, grow up, man up, get Hulu because it's all of like eight bucks a month, and watch the movie um, Blade of the Immortal. Oh, I've seen that. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's so fucking good. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, Seppa. It's actually Harakiri, too, though. So this book, I don't even remember where the fuck I got this from. I may or may not. But Seppuku is different from Harakiri. Harakiri? Damn, I can't find it. I know that it was, like, it's in here anyway. But this, anyway, this book is supposed to be, like, the traditional swordsmanship skills. It even talks about, uh, oh, there's a ticket in here. It talks about, like, you have to flick the blood Do you off know? the blade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. This is a throwback. So this is a ticket from when I used to work... Uh, for John Mayer and this is the concert that I went to the the one that I always tell the story of 
getting lost backstage, like Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah, yeah. July 9th, 2008. That's how fucking long ago that um, was. I'm listening. We were, we were, um, so one of my favorite fucking, like, you know, I'm not big on reality TV. I'm not right. really big on TV. I don't really watch much TV anymore. I'm either reading or. First of all, that's bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. Because I don't get a chance to watch TV. I've either. I'm not, I'm not gonna touch that. Keep going. If I watch TV, it's, it's with my grandmother watching. That's not true. Keep Lifetime. Going. That's not true. The only going. thing I'll ever watch is Netflix on my computer at work. Oh, I, what? Yeah. Okay. Do you listen to what you just said? The only time that I'm watching TV is Netflix while I'm on my computer. Yeah, at work I eat lunch. Of, when I eat lunch, I watch a show. You eat lunch for a very long time throughout the day, then. Um, or I eat late. But here's a, here's here's if I if I can watch reality TV, there's a show that I'm addicted to that I will watch. What's that? And I'll watch as many shows that are on. It's it's called Forged in Fire. Is that the one where they like make the swords? They and stuff? make swords, knives. It's always all like that. the same like four or five guys. I was just watching that. No, the other no, day. no. They they every 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 episode has different guys vying to to. But they win. make them do like different. Um, like they got to make a the first. The, the, they make one weapon, and then the, the people who win, the guy, the two guys that win that, go, go home next, and yeah. they, they 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 go to their home forge and make a rad weapon. Yeah, no, I always see, and it's always the guys like making like stupid mistakes. I'm like, man, they've been making fucking swords and knives for thousands of years. Like the, all the information is there. How are you fucking it yeah, up? Yeah, because it's easy to fuck up. Could you make do you, if someone? No, told, I mean I'm not an expert. And but by the way, sure. there's a there's a place down in Fort Lauderdale that I, that has a group on. Yeah, that from, you can learn to do it. You can learn to do it, and it gives you three days in the forge. I'm really thinking of taking that do up. Do it. I am. When it's I, very easy. Now that to I'm out of finger. school, it is definitely well, easy I mean, to lose that a finger. And you burn shit. And then uh, you can also learn how to do English uh, metal bending. So you can learn how to make uh, old school fenders, because it's all like guitars. No, 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 like the actual car fenders. Damn. All right, I'll I'll find it later. I'll show you how it shows you how to cut your guts out. I think. Uh, yeah, look it up under Sapuku. No, it's not in there. Sapuku's not under no, there. No, it's not in there. They have it because Sapuku is is the uh, the samurai word. Right, but the the harakiri is the the ritualistic honor suicide. Um, I don't know. I gotta look it up on here. But it, anyway, it's crazy that a book would actually show you how to do that. Yeah, well, you I'm stick sure. you stick the blade in and you slice it across, and then your second cuts your head off. I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty nutty. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I don't think I could do like. Could oh, you yeah, do that? Could you even think about doing that? It's different, man. Like honor and stuff was held at like a, at a different regard, and like your name meant a lot. So to sit there and have a, a disrespect upon your name, you had to sit there and, and really well, go it was all a, out. To them, it was a fate worth worse than death. Yeah. But if you ever seen, um, if you want to see a really cool movie, it's actually a scary movie. It's called um, Itchy the Killer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot so, about Ichi the Killer. It's a fucked up movie, but it's actually really cool because... They said it was one of the most violent movies. Oh, it's super violent. So there's one guy who's crazy, um, and he's like this, uh, one of the gang guys, and I guess he does something disrespectful, so the head of the other gang is like, I demand um, 
I demand, I guess, like, you cut your finger or something. He's like, I'll give you something better than my finger. And then he goes, he takes the knife, and he pulls his tongue out. He's like, hold my tongue. And he's like, what? He's like, hold my tongue. And he just goes, come. And cuts off his tongue. And so the guy's, like, starts freaking out and throwing up. And then he, like, he cuts his mouth like the Joker. Right. So then, like, someone goes to punch him, and he, like, opens his mouth and, like, grabs the fist up. It's super crazy. It's really fucked up. Like, and then Itchy is this guy who's, like, he's fucked up in the head. But he's got these shoes with, like, a super sharp blade. So he goes to defend some girl. And he, like, kicks the guy with an axe kick and just slices him in half. And you just even go, like, just super cheesy, like, cut in half. But it's a pretty cool movie. It's just super fucked up. One of my favorite cut in half scenes is in the movie 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts? Never seen it. It's a, it's a terrible but awesome movie. Um, they have these sliding glass doors that close but are... You can't stop them. Right. And the one dude backs up, and instead of cutting them down... Uh, sideways. It, it cut them this way. And, like, the f- the front part of them slid down, and the top part of them was still standing up. It was awesome. What, how old is this movie? Uh, mid-2000s. 13 Ghosts? 13 Ghosts. It's, it was... There was actually... Um, there was a 13 Ghosts from, like, the 50s or 60s, but the 13 Ghosts were about basically... Um, there was 13 ghosts, and when you get them together, they, they can open the portal to between the living and the dead or to hell or something like that. Right. But, like, you get them together and you do all this arcane magic. It was, it, it's, it's, the house was built to, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to explain. Who's in it? Um, what's his name? Who's the guy that played in Monk? Oh, um, the, the one that was actually Monk? Yeah. I don't remember his name, him. but. Really? Him and, uh. The girl from uh, American Pie with the nice boobies. Uh, Elizabeth. Oh, oh, I just broke everything. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I have to look it up. I've never seen that movie. I've never her. even heard of it. Yeah, her and Monk are the That's big. Weird. Oh, and Matthew Lillard. Who's Matthew Lillard? Matthew Lillard. You would know him if you saw him. He was in, um, I don't even know. Clearly. I would but know him. You would if you saw if you saw him. If I if I showed you a picture of Matthew Lillard, you would know who he was. He um he he was like one of those '90s actors that like <laughs> that was, tells me absolutely nothing. That was it. Could be freaking uh, that Scott was Bayo and all those other guys. That, he was in everything in like the '80s or the oh 90s. that guy yeah from Hackers. Yeah, he could have. I don't. Yeah. He was Scooby-Doo. in Scooby Doo, Scream. Yeah, he was yeah. he was Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Yeah, he was in Hackers, but yeah. Whatever happened to him? I don't know, man. He was he was the man for a little while, and then kind of got phased out. Scooby Doo fucked him over. That's what it was. Once he did Scooby Doo, dude, I watched the first time I watched Scooby Doo. I watched it, fucking baked out of my brain. Never seen it. It's I watched it so high, and. Was when I had my Roddy and Tracy was high and we were both high. Probably not good to throw her under the bus like that. Well, she, what she knows, <laughs> we tell the story to everybody. Right. But she rocked forward, and Rocky like laid down. She was laughing so hard, and then she rocked back and like his head got stuck between her and the couch, and like he pulled himself out. But to my extremely baked brain, uh-huh. she was trying to kill him, and then. Then she's making 
like trying to make some some munchy stuff right. in the kitchen, and it had a weird smell to it. And I was my fucked up high brain was going, she's, she's killing trying. the cats, she's cooking the cats right now. That's how high I was. Maybe she was. And I didn't. It, it, no, she wasn't. The cats were fine. What? <laughs> my. I, what? Let me tell you how this happened, because you know I'm not a right, I'm not right. a partaker of anything. Right. And for me to be fucking that high, it's pretty bad. So what happened was, this was obviously when did Scooby Doo come out? Oh geez, like two thousand like three. Uh, Scooby Doo came out in two thousand two. Damn. So, damn. Damn. Good. So right. it had to be 2003. My uh, my original, one of the guys that taught me how to wrestle, Dave, who's gone, had given me a joint. He'd uh, gone by. He passed away oh. last year. Right. But um, Dave, Dave had given me a joint, and uh, we smoked half the joint, and we didn't feel anything. And I was like. That's BCP. So then we smoked the rest of it, and I was wrecked. I was so wrecked. And and it w- I was so wrecked that um, afterwards, right, we had to take the dog out, and I did not want to walk outside because I was afraid I wouldn't find my way back in. <laughs> I'd never been that high before in my life. Yeah, and I, that'll do it. I'll do it. I hated it. I hated it. I'm sure. And, but nothing beats the edible story. Which one? Were somebody that. We both know with long hair gave me some edibles. Okay. And he told me, eat these edibles and eat half of them. There was seven gummy bears. Eat half of them. And if you don't feel anything within an hour, eat the other half. Right. So. You thought he meant like eat three? No, no, that's. No, that's exactly what the whole, the whole thing was a dose. Right. So I took, I ate three. Or no, I ate four, and I waited an hour and a half, almost two hours, and I wasn't feeling anything. Right. So I ate the other three. And that started at eight, and I went to bed at 11, completely sober. At two o'clock in the morning, I woke up, and the world was fucking spinning. For sure. I was... I was nauseous. I was like, this is fucking terrible. I was this close to waking Tracy up and having her bring me to the to the hospital. But you would have ended up like that cop's like, oh, we had some weed and we're dead now. But uh, so what I did was I just I, I walked. I did laps around my kitchen until it wore off till. Well, for like 30 minutes, I did laps and then I went and sat down on the couch and watched TV world was still spinning, and then I, I started nodding out. I'm like, well, if I can nod out on the couch, I can fall back asleep. I fell back asleep. And that that was the next... The next morning was supposed to be our first MMA class at Temple. Right. The old Temple. And uh, I showed up late. And I was I was fucked up for that whole weekend. Like, my, my body didn't recover really? for a couple of days. Well, that that was a Friday sleep. night. Because of the lack of sleep. Well, that was Friday night, and then Saturday I did that, and then Sunday I was still fucked up. I wasn't, I didn't feel me, like normal me, till like Monday, maybe even Tuesday. I, I, I am just not a fucking, I'm not a weed guy. There's a lot of people. I mean, like I don't blame you. I definitely can't sit there and and do it. Like it's not the best like experience for me. Like after a certain like level, 
I can't do edibles. The edibles I can't do. I just can't. It'll it'll fuck me up like to the point where I'm nauseous and I've done it. Where it's like, no, I'm done. Or like I forced myself to throw up and then it's like I'm lucky that the last time I tried it, I caught it early enough that I threw up and it's like helped like relieve everything, but I got stuck riding that fucking ride for hours and hours. And it's it was terrible. The worst. It was the worst. I don't understand how people enjoy that feeling. Because it everybody handles it differently. Everybody handles yeah. it differently, and then you have the different take. Like, I told you what happened to me in New York. You ever tell you that? No. You told, you. Me, you told me. I'll tell you that next time. All right. We're, you know, we're hitting up the two-hour mark. we got to get going, finish up Christmas with the fam. Uh, I hope everybody had a great holiday season if you uh, are a christmas person merry christmas if you're a hanukkah person happy hanukkah uh festivus merry festivus to all of you um i want to just take the time to thank everybody who's uh, really supported us this year thank you to all our sponsors choke aloha giraffe choke jit soap nomad everybody uh from temple all my friends over at excel um that really helped us push yeah, the this podcast. Is, this, this is going to be... We won't have one for New Year's Eve because I'll be out of town. I'll do a new one. I thought we were going to do it on Thursday. Well, you're not going to be here, you said. No, I'll be here. I remember you're, we were, the plan was to move it to Thursday night. Do it, Not do it Tuesday. Do it Thursday. When I get back, I land at 7-something. Next Tuesday you're talking about. Ne- yeah, ne- we were, next Thursday. So I'll I leave su- this one. No, I leave Sunday. Uh-huh. And I get back on Thursday. And What's, what day is Sunday? Sunday is the 30th. The 30th. So the plan was we'll move this to that Thursday. When I get back, you were going to pick me up from the airport, and we were going to come right here. Oh, shit. I still got to drive you to the airport. No, you don't have to. My mom will take me to the airport. Oh, I got to pick you up when? Thursday? Thursday at like 8 o'clock. At night? At night. Okay. And then we could come straight here, do the podcast. We could do it. Um, Well, I'm still going to do a New Year's Eve podcast or a New Year's last drunken podcast, so I'll probably just get Lee and Brooks to, to join me and get drunk. So we'll have to have a drink for you then. There you go. Man. So you're going to do New Year's Eve up there? Yeah. All right. That's cool. That works. Yep. All right. Well, be sure to follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. Uh, please, if you guys want to support the podcast, go ahead and follow us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you follow us. Check out the new live podcast video on YouTube. It's not really live. It's not live, live. I actually do want to do a live one one day, so I'll have to set it up. We need some internet. We need some internet because I'm killing my data right now with this one. Um, And I think that's it for us. If I don't see you, I'll see you in the new year. Uh, You got any more drinks, but here you go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to 2018. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, everybody, for everything, and I guess we'll see you in the new year as a team. Peace out. Peace. You can't Niba. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Living the right. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.